0: Hello, all, and welcome to the Plexus podcast series. We hope you enjoy our podcast today with our very own Brad Johnson, as he sits down with Dr. Shane Mountjoy, provost, and Dr. Shannon Linen, Dean of Online Learning and Academic Initiatives at York college in Nebraska. Thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe and share.
1: This is Brad Johnson and I am your host of the Plexus podcast series. Today I'm very excited to have two guests from York College in Nebraska, Dr. Shane Mountjoy, uh, Provost, and Dr. Shannon Linen, who's the Dean of Online and Academic Initiatives. I'll tell you I'm so excited to have you both here today. Um, I know that York has been in a very unique position of growth. You know, there's a number of institutions, especially now that have seen enrollments decline and York has continued to set records as far as enrollment. And um, it's very exciting. You know, I've had a great, a great opportunity to, to know Shane now for about two years and Shannon, since you started working at York about seven months ago. So again, I'm, I'm really pumped to have you both here today. Um, and, and maybe we could just start out with, with introductions, uh, starting with Shane. So so welcome.
2: Thank you. It's, uh, it's great to be here, Brad, and uh, looking forward to this conversation.
3: Yeah, and I'm super excited about getting a chance to talk about all of our um, York College experiences and just to share a little bit about higher education with you.
0: Well,
1: excellent. That's great. Well, I really appreciate it. And, and so we'll start out with, uh, you know, your careers, talk a little bit about your background, and, and we'll take it from there. So, you know, I'd love to start out with, um, you know, what what drew you to higher education and faith-based education in particular? And maybe, Shane, you can start that off.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. For me, um, what draws me to Christian higher education and faith-based uh, higher education uh, stems directly from the experience I had as a student. Uh, I, I was a student here at York College and went from here. Uh, at that time, York was a junior college. <clears throat> and I went from here to a, another faith-based institution. And I think just the opportunity to, um, to really delve into your academics. And your faith. Uh, for me, it's just much more holistic, and it's very impactful. Uh, not just for me, but as I've watched our students over the years, it's it's impactful and very transforming for them as well. And you know, I would I would say this that when you talk about faith-based education, that's where true academic freedom exists, because uh, faith is not off limits. Uh, that that aspect, that side, that dimension of our beings. Is, uh, is part of what we explore and part of what we uh, examine and uh, we, we uh, use as a resource as we uh, try to learn truth.
3: Higher education for me in entering the journey to decide that I wanted to work in higher ed was not necessarily always clear for me. Um, I actually started out in admissions and then moved into adjuncting. And then I was... Uh, Collegiate soccer coach, and then became finished my education and became a professor. And now I'm the Dean of Online Learning. So, your journey can take uh, a lot of different routes in higher ed because there are it's all so interconnected. It's a really interesting career choice because um, all parts of campus, whether you're on a team or whether you're studying a class uh, in online format, or if you are working on your financial aid, it's all so interconnected with each other, and um, so looking at the different angles of higher education can be for a lot of different um, people with different interests. As far as faithful education for me, uh, my journey with that is very similar to Dr. Mountjoy's. I understood that I wanted to be um, a part of a an academic community that allowed for me to express my faith, and as I was being a a whole person on a campus, and so I wanted to invest myself in institutions where uh, that would be taken seriously, um, my spiritual health, as well as my academic and physical health. So I think that's really important, and for me also, I attended uh, four different private Christian education. Institutions um, for my academic career, and so the belief in in private Christian education is uh, immense. There's a lot of professionalism in private Christian education, and it can take people to high levels, just the same as public education.
1: Yeah, that, that's great. And and just touching upon that, I mean, you both have, you know, have, have traveled a bit for education. Um, you know, I know Shane, you were a Lubbock Christian and then, uh, you know, university of Nebraska and Mizzou and, and Shane, as you had mentioned, you know, you have been at, at York and Gonzaga and Harding and Regent. And, and I know you, you worked at Concordia, Nebraska, but as you look at all those experiences, you know, maybe you can talk a little bit about why, why, why York is so unique and special.
2: I think one of the distinguishing characteristics of, of York College, and I, and I recognize that, that a lot of places uh, to some degree or another have this, but it's the community, uh, and I think it's the way that our community uh, comes together, the way our community interacts with one another, and, and again, as, as I mentioned before, you know, in faith-based education, what you have is um, you have another dimension when you uh, tap into the spiritual side of things as well. And so for York College, uh, the way that's exemplified, uh, at least in our daily routine, is, um, you know, daily chapel services here on campus. And so having that, having that uh, interaction with one another, the whole community stops and comes together, uh, to me, that that really defines us in a lot of ways. It uh, symbolizes uh, that community and, and the close-knit uh, aspects of our community. Uh, York College often refers to itself collectively as a family. And I think that that's, um, that's certainly been my experience, uh, watching how we uh, care for others when they go through uh, life transitions or they have family members going through those, those hard moments or difficult moments, but also uh, celebrating with them in those uh, joys of those, those moments that are, that are great uh, milestones. So for me, it's the, it's the community aspect, and it's that that second or, or that extra dimension, that deeper dimension of uh, one's spiritual life.
3: I think that's great. I I don't feel I have a lot to add um, regarding the definition of why York College and faith-based education are are so proficient to take care of our students politically. But I do want to say that. Online education can meet those needs also, or at least we are striving uh, to continue to connect to people uh, in the digital format uh, with faith based and have that to be an open forum, uh, even though it's not formal, one to one interpersonal in a classroom. Uh, the ability for students who are in your college online, for example, could just have the ability to um, use that space, whether it's a discussion board or an assignment or an activity or a speech or recording, uh, to interact and feel free to express themselves, um, whatever their faith is, where in a in a place that they would feel comfortable uh, to do so, and to allow for um, allow for that mentorship with their professors. Uh, to engage again to take care of the holistic person, so I think Shane did a great job of explaining why New York is so special um, and we try to copy that in York college online
1: yeah, I think I think that is so great, and I can even share my personal experience when I was on campus the first time i was um I was on campus during homecoming, I guess probably about a year and a half ago now, and being a part of the Hall of Fame ceremonies and listening to. Uh, listening to the, the inductees talk about the, the impact that York had, and then being able to listen to um, the folks that introduced the, the Hall of Fame members, I, I thought that was really cool and really impactful for me, you know, just to hear, you know, what, what an impression the institution left but also what an impression that individuals that make up the community, Shane, as you mentioned. So, I, you know, I, I thought it was great. and I really, I got a feel for that sense of community when I was on campus for even just three days. Um, so that, that's great to hear. Um, Shannon, you touched upon online and the importance and the ability to be able to expand mission, you know, beyond the physical walls of a campus. Um, maybe you can just share with us a little bit about, you know, what does is, what is your day-to-day look like? And and secondly, what are a couple of, you know, need to haves um, to make online work for schools that that might be looking at it and entertaining the idea of of adding online programs, but are just hesitant to do so?
3: Yeah, my day to day is um, a lot of uh, making sure that people are looking for the right thing in the right place. So whether it is a student who comes to us that needs help uh, navigating their learning module system or their courses or connecting with a professor or has an extenuating circumstance to um, working with our admissions office who has uh, marketing t- in our marketing team to make sure that they are um, sharing the, the vision of what we have for York College and our online programming and that we are faith-based and that we have quality education. And then also it, it's a, a balance of making sure that our, our team here, including um, our graduate dean and our student services and uh, you know financial aid, have the tools that they need to make sure that they are servicing our students in the best way that they can um, with the best customer service. And so, in thinking about what uh, someone out there who wanted to start an online program, whether it was for a college or maybe a nonprofit or looking at uh, digital, digital coursework in, in some capacity, there is a lot of components in understanding uh, what you want to say in an online course and then uh, putting it out there to have someone who wants to consider taking coursework with you. Um, getting those are two very ends of the spectrum it, it's kind of um, in some ways creating an art piece and then allow it trying to find the right um, buyer to appreciate you know the curriculum and the um, degree plan that or, or that they would allow for them to further their future and so we are constantly looking at what is going to best service um, the people of this world who value our have values of our mission and want to go out and serve the the church and world and i think that we're accomplishing that there is a there is a lot of components that's for sure
1: yeah that's i mean that's that's really great and i i know just you know in my experience you know adding online for a number of institutions that might not be familiar with with online programming and and growth you know there always is but not not always. But sometimes there's that hesitancy of, well, hey, should we do this? You know, are we going to lose our 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 mission? You know, impress upon that mission to online students. And you know, what I think, what I what one of the things I really love about about York is that you know you took the position and the commitment to do it. You know, because it's it's not always an easy road. There's a lot of you know hurdles. There's a lot of things to learn collectively um, with students and and with faculty and with programs. But yeah, I think it's great. You got to take that first step and and really have that institutional will to to get going and so I think that's really made, you know, York uh, put you in a very unique position. So I think that's great. Hey, let's let's shift gears here just slightly. Let's talk about about COVID for a minute. And I would love to hear and Shane, let's start with you. What did your day-to-day look like before you know the the true impact of covid hit probably back in in march how did how did your your day-to-day goals change once covid hit and then how has york i guess just in general been able to address those challenges
2: i think the the big shift in our day-to-day operations at least for me came in uh always having to consider and wonder um, you know, essentially, are we going to be able to stay open? Uh, will we be able to have classes meet in person? Um, what tools do our faculty and our students need? What resources do they need uh, to shift online if they're in quarantine or, um, they're in isolation because they've, you know, because of contact or because of a positive test, uh, the whole idea of, of having testing and, uh, checking to see how, if someone has COVID, uh, you know, COVID is in the vernacular now and it is uh, a, a daily conversation. Uh, in many cases, it's almost hourly. It's just adds a whole nother level or layer to the, um, to administration. And so Shannon and I have obviously spent a lot of time together because the online components is really our, our way to continue to, meet our mission on campus, fulfill that, and to uh, pursue that, and uh, having those online resources. And I think some of the things we've learned through our online program has helped our our faculty members as they um, sometimes um, were forced into transitioning to uh, that model uh, just because of the the, uh, circumstances.
1: Do you talk uh, more with students or parents or both? I mean, are those conversations happening every day?
2: Not every day. You know, first semester in the fall semester when it was new, yes. Uh, those were much more frequent. I think everyone kind of found some sort of equilibrium and, and an acceptance of, okay, it's going to look different, and uh, I'll, I'll check my email or I'll go online and I'll do do that, you know, just to to be able to continue pursuing my education, I'll do whatever it takes.
1: And so now you both were students at York as well, right? I'm sorry to yeah. say
2: that? Oh, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, and so, um, you know, taking that experience is what, you know, what are the advantages of being a student at York, at, you know, as you both were, and, and now working with students, you know, is there anything you'd share with students just based on, based on that experience? And maybe, Shane, we can start with you and then go to Shannon.
2: Take advantage of every opportunity. It goes so quickly. Uh, I I think that uh, you don't realize how deep the well is when you're in college. I don't think you realize how rich the buffet is that you have opportunity to uh, to partake of every day uh, in the relationships with faculty and staff. Uh, The opportunities to, um, you know, I I read an article years ago talked about uh, when you're in college, live like a millionaire. Uh, and, And it wasn't in terms of spending, but usually as part of your uh, student fees or tuition, you can go to those fine arts performances, those concerts, those plays uh, right on campus for free. It's part of what you're already paying for. The athletic events, uh, the other events and activities that are always going on on a college campus, in my mind, uh, those are the things you should be taking advantage of. And I think the one that most people don't talk much about is uh, that relationship with your advisor, with your teachers, you know, faculty are people too, and just having the uh, wherewithal to uh, send them an email or stop by their office, uh, you know, set up an appointment or just stop by and spend time just talking with them, asking them about what was your education like? Uh, What what, what do you see that I can do to improve? Just sitting at their feet and, and learning from them, gleaning from their wisdom and their experience. Uh, i I think that if there's anything that uh students don't do much of today or enough of today, if somebody you know grabbed me by the collar when I was eighteen years old and said, This is make sure you do this uh, i I wish i- I hoped I would have listened and uh taken advantage of more of those opportunities than I did
3: just the the ability to remember that this is going to be your future network when I think about Who's in my world now? Um, as a professional, as a uh, as a person, as a neighbor in our in the York community and you know beyond, it is a lot of the York College alumni who are being very successful everywhere, and that is because of that connection that they made here. And really, you know, you put us down on paper with bullet points. We have basketball teams and we have theater and we have choir and we have lots of great professors but and so do a lot of places but the ability um, to be a part of a network like we have I do think is a unique experience um, with the York College experience that's really made up of the people that were brought here for whatever part of their journey.
1: That's great yeah that that's very exciting and you know, and as, you, as you look forward, you know, where, where do you see, where do you see York or where would you like to see York be a year from now or, or five years from now?
2: Well, I, we're already transitioning quite a bit because of the growth online. And, and uh, Brad, I think in terms of where I would like to see York in five years is an institution with, you know, 750 to 1,000 students. Uh, 500 of whom live on campus and the rest are all online. Uh, you know, that's, and if I'm dreaming, you know, and, and really pushing what we're pushing for and uh, planning for is even larger online where maybe it's, you know, half of our students or more than half of our students are online. And so it's creating that same kind of community online, I think is, is it's challenging to do, but I think, I, I think we've taken some, uh, some good steps toward that. And I think some of the uh, restructuring we're doing and training we're doing for our online faculty, I think is going to get us a lot closer to that. So, you know, it's enlarging that footprint and really fulfilling that mission, not just with seated students where in some ways it's, it's maybe a little little easier or more comfortable and maybe more familiar to most folks. And it's the day-to-day interaction. But I think doing that online as well and achieving that online, I, in my mind, uh, that that's really the challenge. And I... I think we've got uh, some good steps in, uh, that we've taken and put some things in place to be able to do that.
3: Yeah. When I think of York five years down the road, there there's so many possibilities, actually. I'm just going to d- kind of tell an anecdote. Dr. Mountjoy and actually we're on a call with uh, a group that has some students, a large amount of their company in our programming and our master's level. And, he just talked so explicitly about how much uh, our programming has created community within his organization by them having uh, the York College experience, even though they were distant students. They were taking it together as a group of employees and as colleagues that may not have necessarily ran into each other across their uh, professional workplace campus. And I, it just proves to me that York has the ability to translate its message and its level of uh, community in other places in that manner. And I would love to continue to copy and grow that experience um, because it's really about finding the right the right fit, the right organizations, and the right uh, student groups. And just making sure that we are building the best product that we can so that we can continue to grow our legacy.
2: That's a great point, Shannon, because with that organization, uh, those individuals that were in classes together, it was a shared experience, very similar to what you and I went through as undergraduates here. It was it was our graduate program, it was online, it wasn't on our campus, but what they described and the, the things that they discussed, uh, it sounded like what you would talk about, about your time here, about what my time was here, even though we're all separated by years uh, and experiences, they're very, very similar experiences. And I think you're right; it's that York College is what uh, brought them together and brings that out in people. I think there's there's something amazing about the uh, the product that we have.
1: Excellent. Yeah, that's all you know. Phenomenal information, and and the time that I've you know been able to spend with you two and and York. You know, everything that I see there's you know, it's truly a unique experience for students, whether online or on campus. So I am gonna ask you a few questions, general questions. And I've I've stolen this from some other podcasts, and they're they're really general in nature, and not necessarily York specific, but really the, the, the three questions would be, you know, what what's the one thing, and I know there's many, but maybe take one. What's one thing you're you're really excited about today? You know, what's, what's something you changed your mind about, you know, in the past couple of months? And then the, the last question, what is one thing that you do that is, you know, fun, unique, you know, maybe a habit or a ritual or a superstition? So I know that's a lot to throw at you, but uh, <laughs> I would, lo- would love to hear your, your thoughts and your responses to
2: that. Well, I guess I'll start with a habit uh, i I love to exercise in the morning. It's a, a way to clear my mind and to uh kind of stress release before the day begins. So for me it's it's early morning workouts. I know you're on the west coast, Brad, so I, there is no way you're up when I'm uh, up doing my exercise at <laughs> five in the morning, central time. so Let's see.
3: I'm going to start with what's excited me about today. I think what has excited me about today is I had some opportunities to talk uh, to students about some new programming that York is launching that will assist our students um, that are gaining all of these years of extra eligibility in the age of COVID and athletics not uh, moving Or taking away years of eligibility due to incomplete seasons, really, at the collegiate level. And just talking to students about some of our new programs that will allow for them to stay longer, fulfill uh, their dream of actually having a completed uh, time of their life where they were able to use their four years of eligibility and to continue with their their sports and and scholarships uh, and continue to be. Uh, moving into our graduate program, specifically here at York College, and just to see how much they love York and um, that they love their professors and that they love their coaches enough to want to commit, even though they are spending four physical years and and, and completing their academic ability, that they want to stay. And that um, even in this age of COVID, where things are so difficult, and some of them have experienced being in quarantine or isolation and Uh, Some of them have gone home and, you know, have maybe a fear of returning back to a main campus school. Um, We just are really giving them the ability to have some hope that they haven't lost the things that they have lost. So that was really encouraging to me when I had a student come up and just simply thank me for giving them that opportunity uh, to move forward and, and fulfill some of those dreams that they set out for that are just ruined by a pandemic that we can't control.
2: Yeah. I think one thing I'm really excited about today and, and Shannon referenced this already, and that was uh, uh, just the conversation. And, and we've had other similar conversations with other uh, partners in the recent uh, weeks here. Uh, but I think just the, the impact that York has uh, on the culture, the corporate culture in particular places I was thinking, of reflecting on that this morning about that conversation yesterday, and it was just so exciting to hear those graduates talk about what an impact it's had on their professional life, Um, not just with each other, but individually. A couple of them are now in different positions in the company because uh, that degree and the the, uh, coursework that they took, the education they received, it prepared them. Uh, they took advantage of it, and they—they're uh, just continuing to grow as individuals. And you know, you think about the, the purpose of, of education, and you want to produce lifelong learners. It was so exciting to talk to uh, to three of them yesterday that uh, they exemplified that. And they—you know—they could be the poster children for that very thing because here they were. They were—they were adults. They were married. I, I think some of them had kids, and um, they decided to go back to school. And uh, get some more education, and it's helped them in their in their chosen career. And that's just to me that is exciting. It's exciting to see that. It's exciting to see others experience, um, you know, what Shannon and I and others uh, here at the college have experienced in a similar way.
3: Absolutely. I think one thing that I do that is fun. Bouncing around back to Dr. Mountjoy's first question, I am a habitual uh, thrifter and reseller with um my husband and i run an ebay store out of our basement sometimes um mostly to support our thrifting habit because we like a good deal and even kinds and then we share them with other people so that's my fun having on the side when i'm not working um or or playing with my kids we that's what we like to do together
1: (laughs) yeah that's you know what i think i need to uh to tap into your knowledge, I um my, my son, right before we started, so my son, who is in, in school right now, he texted, he must have had a lunch break or something. He texted me because he's putting trading cards on eBay and he's negotiating the price right now with somebody. And he said, hey, dad, should I sell this card for this price? And so I think, Shannon, you could probably help me with the negotiating skills and, and kind of what, what that card is worth and what we can get for it um The other question, then, the other thing that I mentioned to my son is I said, Hey, buddy, you better be on a break.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: great.
1: Well, good stuff. Well, Shannon, Sh- when was the last time you kicked a soccer ball?
3: Oh, man. Well, now you're talking to an old lady. I like to play with my kids and I like to coach my, my son's peewee team, but. Uh, as far as me actively playing, I've I've kind of hung up my cleats a little bit. Last time I played, I coached here at York College for almost, for five seasons, I guess almost five full years, but the year after I finished, I moved into teaching full-time, I came back to York to play in just the alumni-friendly and tour my ACL, and I think that was God telling me, Shannon, you're too old for this, Well. So, <laughs> I, now I keep it to Pee Wee, um, where I can still beat the five-year-olds, and that's pretty good for me.
1: Yeah, that's great. No, I, I definitely can under, understand understand that. I'm, I'm definitely more of a watcher than a participator when it comes to certain, <laughs> certain sports. Um, so, Shane, Shane when are you going to skydive again?
2: Uh, you know, as soon as I can. If the weather was permitting this weekend, I probably would go. Uh, I'm definitely going to go this summer, and I, I plan to take my mom with me. That's amazing.
1: Excellent. How old is your mom?
2: Uh, she is. I, I you know, you should never ask a woman her age. She's in her seventies.
1: That is impressive that she's going to jump out of a plane. That's she will do really, it. Really, really impressive.
2: If her health permits, I, she will do it. I'm quite certain.
1: Well, excellent. Well, hey, Shane and Shannon, I think that'll that'll wrap up the podcast. I um I really really appreciate your time. Um, it was great to hear your insights and, and, um, you know, just really a, a, a true pleasure for me. So thank you very much for your time today.
3: Absolutely. Pleasure to be here.
2: Yeah. Thank you very
3: much, Brad.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode with your college in Nebraska. You can also find us on these social media channels. On Instagram at PlexusGram, that's P L E X U S S Gram. On Twitter at Plexus Updates, that's P L E X U S S Updates. On YouTube at Plexus Social Media, and we can also be found on Facebook at Plexus P L E X. Thank you, and we hope you can join us on our next episode. Please remember to subscribe and share this podcast within your own network.